other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Speaking of 77 WABC, some big news on the WABC front. I want to begin by mentioning some news that I heard yesterday that one of my colleagues uh, here at 77 WABC, someone who has been an integral part of WABC's growth over the last four years, Lydia Serrani, has announced that she is moving on. She got an offer to do something interesting interesting and something rewarding. I don't think she's announced what she's going to be doing yet, but I believe it is something in media and uh, she is going to be leaving the station. And I know a lot of you are going to be sorry to see her go. I certainly will be as well. She was sort of the ultimate utility player here at WABC. Not only was she the co-host of the Cats at Night show, she was doing these daily segments on the Bernie and Sid show and then later the Sid and Friends in the Morning show. She also hosted a very successful show in her own right for some time. She would fill in for just about everybody else. She was the news director for a time. She seemingly did everything and did it well. Commentary, news, analysis, co-hosting, hosting. She did it all. I remember when I first came back to WABC about three years ago, I had gotten a slot on Sunday evenings that had previously belonged to her. And the most common question people would call in and ask about is, hey, where's Lydia? When is Lydia coming back? And it's easy to understand why. She engendered an incredible enthusiasm on the part of the listeners and we're wishing her the best of luck. If you want to keep up with her, the best thing that you can do is follow her on social media at Lydia News. L-I-D-I-A News. I hope this doesn't mean we're not going to be able to play Lydia the Tattooed Lady anymore. But uh, in all seriousness, wishing her the best of luck with whatever comes next. And I also want to encourage you to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to WABCRadio.com slash VIP. Me up to be continued. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. I have been attacked by the editorial page of the New York Daily News multiple times, and I don't mind it. I'm thankful for the publicity. And one time they called me a political hack with a talent for wasting taxpayer money. And the reason they said that was because I had engineered a whole bunch of primary elections that only a handful of people could vote in. And I was doing this to prove a point. The year was 2016 and New York that year had four separate election days. A presidential primary, a state legislative primary, a congressional primary, and a general election date. And I pointed out this made no sense. They should have two different primary dates. And so in order to illustrate the absurdity of New York having four separate primaries, I arranged a whole bunch of state legislative primaries when but for my causing them, they wouldn't have taken place. Since then, things have improved considerably. The state legislative and congressional primary are now on the same date. And now there is legislation to move the presidential primary from April to June so that the presidential primary in 2024 will be the same day as the congressional and the state legislative primary. In my view, this makes perfect 
sense. There's no reason we should have two separate primary elections. Save the cost to the taxpayer. Have the presidential primary the same day as the congressional and the state legislative primary. Ironically, if the bill were enacted, it would conflict with Republican and Democratic national rules, which do not permit presidential primaries later than the first week of June. In 2020, though, New York did hold its presidential primaries in late June, and the national parties overlooked the rules transgression. New York had canceled its presidential primaries in 2020, but then the state courts had ruled the cancellation was unlawful, so they were held late, thanks to a lawsuit that Andrew Yang had filed. So I think this is a positive piece of legislation, and kudos to Senators Jim Scoofus and Brad Hoyleman for proposing it. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, if it's a day that ends with a Y, the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, is complaining about the migrants and again saying New York City does not have the resources to take in the thousands of migrants that have come here and are continuing to come here. Well, yesterday, Mayor Eric Adams turned up the heat on Governor Kathy Hochul to do something to help tackle New York City's migrant crisis. And he's promoting a plan that I actually agree with to have upstate communities take in a fraction of these 40,000-plus migrants that have flooded here to New York City. Less than a week after Hochul pointedly ignored the ongoing influx of migrants during her State of the State address, Adams told the New York Post that spreading them around could provide a shot in the arm to struggling cities upstate. He said, quote, some of our cities are suffering. They're losing populations. But if this is done and is done effectively and the dollars come in to support those who are helping migrants and asylum seekers to incentivize this help, we believe we can help those cities that are struggling at the same time give people a good start in this country. I have to tell you, I agree with the mayor completely. If you've been to upstate, if you've been to western New York, these communities are hemorrhaging population. There is a massive exodus of people, young and old from these communities. They have the exact opposite of the problem that we have in New York. Here in New York City, we have a problem of too many people. We can't afford we can't deal with thousands of more people coming in here upstate they have all this open space they have a lot of facilities that can handle additional people and people are leaving to me it's an easy solution the upstate communities should absolutely be expected to help shoulder the burden for these migrants and i hope mayor adams keeps the pressure on the governor to do something about this beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight. Local spotlight. I've always been very proud that we are number one in the ratings when it comes to people who are incarcerated. And last week, the New York City Board of Corrections is poised to strike a blow to one of the few sources of connection outside of radio to the outside world that people who are incarcerated in city jails have, and that's letters from home. The Department of Correction announced last year that it intends to hire a private contractor to digitize and then destroy all non-legal mail sent to those in jail. So understand how this plan would work. The incarcerated recipients of mail would receive scans of their letter on Department of Correction provided electronic tablets, depriving them of the original cards, drawings, and letters. Before going forward with the plan, 
The DOC needs approval from the Board of Corrections, and the Board of Corrections did apparently rubber stamp this last week. The board should have absolutely rejected the Department of Corrections' misguided plans. The DOC has argued that digitizing this mail is needed to combat drug use in the city's jails while still allowing those incarcerated to communicate with those on the outside. Now, these arguments don't stand up to scrutiny at all. At the Knight First Amendment Institute, at Columbia. They've tracked similar efforts to do this around the country, and they've seen these practices dramatically undermine both the privacy rights of incarcerated and unincarcerated people. I mean, I've written to people at Rikers Island and other city jails. I don't want my letters read and scanned and have my original letter destroyed. The DOC's plan would compromise meaningful communication between incarcerated people and their loved ones. Sending and receiving letters is a lifeline for people who are incarcerated while they await trial. Beam me up! To be continued.